Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hey folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 186 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on October the 1st, 2019. Happy birthday, Dad. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined as my I am joined with my by my good buddy Peter Mandel. Wow. Well, okay, there you go. I got a little tongue-tied. Saying happy birthday to my dad kind of threw off my whole opening like <laughs> For real, your rhythm. I yeah. like that you assume your dad listens. That's awesome. He actually does listen. Oh, does he? Yeah, okay. he flies a lot for work, cool. so he listens on the plane now. All right. So, uh, folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day, and we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete? Okay. Yeah, no, my parent, my, my dad listens, and my mom occasionally listens, too. Which got yeah, with throwing him a throwing him a podcast shout-out in lieu of, like, a phone call later? Uh, no, I, I already made the phone call. Oh, okay. Good. No. Uh, but like some, when my, I've gotten in trouble for um, my parents listening because one time I said that my mom made cookies like <laughs> like from from like a, a tube or like a box, and I, I got a really that. angry phone call from my mother <laughs> saying that I had to apologize in the podcast because she she made oh. cookies from scratch and I didn't appreciate them. Don't worry, mom. No one listens. It's you know just couple tens of thousands of people a month like you know they all just friends all, and family all of them it. think that you make cookies from a box so i mean listen i don't remember my mother making cookies from scratch but then again i was never really part of the process but you were part of the eating process i was part of the eating process yeah right. but um right. so you know again to my mother i apologize for that you know and to your father happy birthday and to my dad happy birthday um yeah so um we have we are um we live now in a world with no illuminations. Yep. That ended last night. I tried to get there, didn't happen. Um the universe kind of conspired against me. I I want to hear this. Yeah, you have not heard this story at all. We decided to save it for the air. I, I just got a text last night that said that the universe was conspiring against you. Yes. Um but you know what? We're going to we're going to tie it in with our first uh news item of the week. The news as always Brought to you by Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. Okay, so worldwide news. The Skyliner has opened. Hey. Okay. Uh, so yesterday I decided to go to the last Illuminations. I was going to ride the Skyliner. I was going to okay. park at Hollywood Studios and then take the Skyliner to Epcot. Now, this, let me tell you... The the first leg of this journey was wonderful. The Skyliner is great. It the the takeoff is exhilarating. There's a beautiful breeze that blows through the cabin. They have really cool little fun facts that come over the loudspeaker to be like, you know, did you know the water that we're passing over right now flows to the Everglades, Everglades, the Atlantic Ocean, and the Gulf of Mexico? I'm like, holy wow, that's that's great, Disney. Like, thanks for this information. Um, now mem- now I assumed like I feel like everyone assumes. 
that it's one straight shot. Like you're going to like much like the monorail, like it's going to make different stops. But, you know, you could just kind of like go on your leisure way from Hollywood Studios to Epcot. Right. No, you have to change stations. You have to change at every station. Every station. Every station. So what does that mean? Um, everyone so, off? So everyone back on? Everyone back off, everyone back on, yep. Huh. So uh, Caribbean Beach is kind of the central hub of this whole enterprise. It's where all of the different lines, there are three different lines. They all converge on Caribbean Beach Resort. So from Hollywood, you take Hollywood Studios to the Caribbean Beach Resort. You get off at Hollywood Studios. From there, you can either hop on to go to uh, Pop Century slash Art of Animation or to Riviera Resort in Epcot. Um, okay. Now, Riviera Resort, you don't have to get off on. Uh, because they said that's just kind of a pass-through station at the moment. Um, but the uh, I asked like if I could take the take it around Pop Century and Art of Animation just to kind of like, experience the ride. Was, there was, and there was nobody getting on it, on that line. And they were like, right. well, you can, but you're going to have to get off and get back on to come back. And I was now, let me ask you. Let me ask you a totally selfish question. Sure. When I go, I want to use the Skyliner to go from Caribbean Beach to Epcot on my first day, and Caribbean Beach to Studios on my second day. I won't have to get off anywhere though, other than my destination, correct? Because right? it's like straight to them. Got correct. Are you, are you staying at Caribbean Beach? Mm-hmm. Oh, then yeah, I'm staying there for the Skyliner. This is going to be good for you then. Um, okay, good. So I get off of I get off at the Caribbean Beach Resort. And I'm moving toward uh, the Epcot line, which has a bit of a line, um, but it's moving because it's a constantly loading thing. Now, th- there's also a really hyper-efficient thing here where if you have someone in a wheelchair that needs to be loaded on or off. So there's like you have the track where they come in. If it's somebody that has that needs special assistance, it like continues to go. It continues to go on a separate loop where they can load and unload while everybody else continues along. Okay. Really efficient. I liked that a lot. Right. Um, so we get, get in line for the Epcot, for Epcot. I'm about maybe 15, 20 people back, which should be like, you know, two minutes I'm on. Um, not even. Um, it stops. Okay. I've heard about stopping. So we're like, huh. All right. By, by we, I mean me and Morty Monster. Uh, I'm like, all right. Um, you know, this will probably just take a minute or, or whatnot. We're sitting there for like 10, 15 minutes. They come over. They're like, um, you know, apologies, folks. Like, uh, you know, Skyliner is down. We're, we're actually, we're call It's going to be down for over an hour at least. We're, wow. we're, we're calling buses over to bus you all over to Epcot. And now my first reaction is like, all right, that's a minor inconvenience. But then I look at the Skyliner and I see the cars hanging up in the air and I have this like Jim Ross, WWF announcer like moment like when you're not going to get this but when the New Age Outlaws pushed over the dumpster off the stage with Cactus Jack and Terry Funk in it and he went there's people in there like I'm realizing now these poor people who are trying to get to the last illuminations are now trapped in the air right for over an hour and I was I was about two minutes away from being one of them Imagine that person who is like uh, the next car to get off. Oh God! You know, like <laughs> you're so close. <coughs> oh, that would be the worst. But uh, yeah, so that happened. So I was like, all right, I'm not getting on this bus because the bus is going right. to be a nightmare. 
So I'm going to just take the Skyliner back to Hollywood Studios and walk to Epcot. So I take the Skyliner back to Hollywood Studios. No fuss, no muss. Really easy. Wham, bam. Um, I get off. It starts to rain. So I'm like, all right, I'll drive to Epcot. That'll be nice. I'll just drive to Epcot. So I go driving to Epcot. I'm getting off the off-ramp to like go to, go to Epcot, and I hydroplane because oh. it just rained. <laughs> so now I'm like, what is happening oh. right now? Thankfully, I, I know what to do, and I, I turned into it, and I was fine, and nobody, nobody got hurt. Um, right. So then I'm like, all right, I feel like, I feel like the universe is sending me a message right now. So let me drive by Epcot, see what it looks like, and if it's like super insane, I'll, I'll go home. Drive by right. Epcot, I mean, it's a zoo course an absolute zoo so i'm like all right and i went home but that was my that was my first skyliner experience i was uh because then like you know when you realize like you're stuck at caribbean beach resort there's no other other than buses there's no other way to get around so like you're kind of trapped there it's not like going to the ttc when the monorail's down you just take the boat like you're kind of trapped in this instance and I just I couldn't imagine being up that because when you're up on that, when you're up in the in the in the cars, you know it's a it's a pretty smooth, pretty quick ride. However, it's windy up there, and those cars shake. Right. I couldn't imagine being suspended over a highway or over a body of water, and having that car shake around. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's like being on a Ferris wheel to some extent. Yeah. You know, sometimes you're up there and it stops and... for over an hour, though. Yeah. Well, hopefully it wasn't an hour. Yeah, I, I know. I've heard that it was, but yeah. So that was so. Listen, it's Disney. They're going to work the bug. There's going to be bugs. They're going to work them out. You know, I'm not right. saying that this is a bad service by any stretch of the imagination. Because the first leg of that trip was was tremendous. I loved it. Right. I was like, wow, this is my new preferred mode of transportation. And then when they said everybody had to get off, I was like, oh, that's a, that's kind of a bummer. Like, I don't love the idea of, like, to get from one park to the other, I have to get off and switch transportation modes. Like, it's Penn Station or something. Right. I'm taking the subway. Um, but then again, when I guess when I look at it like that, it's not, it's not the end of the world. And when it's not stopped, it should be consistently moving. So your experience switching should be no more than five minutes. Right, because people are constantly flowing, right? Yes, it's a consistently loading thing. So that makes sense. You know, because it was it's a consistently loading thing. I was hoping that I wouldn't have to ride with strangers. Well, I mean, you were going solo. Yeah. Well, why you thought you'd have your own car to yourself? I don't know. I I guess I kind of like I kind of like figured in my head that maybe it would be. Because there's so many of them and it's constantly loading. Like, I didn't think they'd shove me in a confined space with strangers. Of course they are. Yeah. They no, did. did they load ten people in your car? No, it was like six, five or six. Okay. I know they fit ten, but I'm like, I imagine that's for like max capacity. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um. So Disney Springs news: There's some new decor in the uh, town center market. It's very like subtle. You have to really look for it up in the ce- up on the roof, the ceiling of the, the town. Uh, the the town center market is that like enclosed area outside World of Coke. Like mm-hmm. just beyond uh, Chicken Guy, which by the way, are you gonna go Chicken Guy at all? I hear it's great. 
so good. The sauces well, are where it's at. Things. I mean, it's the best fast food chicken I've ever had. That's saying something. It is. Um, and they have um, they have uh, breaded and grilled options. Mm, nice. Yeah. The grill the grilled chicken also, so that it's not like an incredible mess, like getting all over your hands. Uh, they cut. They're on skewers. Perfect. Yeah, that sounds really good. They've sometimes. Sometimes I'll get a th- a thing of uh, chicken tenders and take them into the movie with me. Nice. While also yeah, they... while also buying a soda and a snack at the at the concession stand at the movie theater. There you go. Because that's how movie theaters make their money. And whenever you go to a movie, you should buy something like from the concession stand. I'm a firm believer in supporting the movie theater concession stand. What? I am also. Yeah. Like. It's it'd be very rare to see me go to the movie theater and not stop at the concession stand. Um, so the um, so if you look up in in the ceiling of the the the, the town center market that enclosed area um, where they have like sugar boo and all that other stuff and they have like a couple of like um, uh, food vendors in there as well like not food but like drink vendors. Um, there are like bunnies, birds, and a squirrel pushing an orange up on the ceiling like little um, silhouettes. Okay. I just thought that was really neat. Like yeah. adding a little bit of extra theming to to an area that's already pretty cool. Uh but now the the my favorite new thing to come to Disney Springs in a long time, there is a giant orange bird mural on one of the walls now. Oh. Yeah. Cool. It's over in the landing. It's by uh by the boathouse like if you move past the boathouse toward that little bakery, it's right past the bakery before you hit Raglan Road. Okay. And um it is a big, huge mural of the orange bird, uh, and it says, grown in the Florida sunshine from spring-fed groves, famous Florida citrus. Nice. I want to get a picture of that. You, you most certainly have to get a picture of that, uh, with maybe with your orange bird sipper that I got for you. Oh, what? Yeah, I told you about that. I got you one. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, so, if that's the case, do you want me to give it to you here, or do you want me to bring it to Jersey? Is it impossible to bring to Jersey? No, it's it's. I'm looking at it right now. It's it's little. I'm gonna say bring it to Jersey only because okay. I can't imagine the amount of stuff I'm gonna be bringing back. True, true. As long as I can there, fit it in my suitcase, so. I'll bring it. Awesome. Um. Okay, so no resort news, no water park news, no Magic Kingdom news. We just did a show on Friday, folks. So there's not a whole lot of news going on. Uh, Epcot news. As we said, Illuminations did end last night, which means that tonight is the first showing of Epcot forever. Now, do you think that'll have a crazy crowd? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, I was planning on trying to go, but we'll see. It's a, it's a strong, <laughs> strong we'll see. Okay. Um, especially because I have to be at the airport at four in the morning. Yeah. So we will see. Um, Morty Monster's been asking to go, but, you know, I told him we'll see because we, we, we have his first ever airplane flight tomorrow. Yeah, that's a big one. Which we will be documenting, by the way. You have to. Yeah. Um, he's a little nervous, so we're gonna we're gonna show you know, you know, all of his viewers that flying in an airplane is not that scary. Um, also, in Epcot, the Impressions de France uh, movie is closing for upgrades uh, as of tomorrow, October second. Uh, it's going to be later later on, turning into the Beauty and the Beast sing along. In addition to the film, so it'd be like the film and the sing-along. They're not doing that yet, but they are making some prep for the new show. Uh, So they're upgrading the projection system, and they're putting a new exhibit into the gallery. 
How cool is it going to be Beauty and the Beast themed? Um, I'm not sure. I would hope so. That'd be cool. Apparently, the animators that worked on the original movie are working on this sing-along. So it's going to be that oh, cool. No Animal Kingdom news, uh, but Hollywood Studios, uh, Mickey's of Hollywood has reopened right there on Hollywood Boulevard. It's It's been redesigned. Okay. Uh, they've got a lot of cool Skyliner merchandise in there. I've seen a lot of cool Skyliner stuff. I, we talked about that last week. We did I, talk I, about it last week, and I wanted to hate that. Like I really did. But uh, at, the, at the same time, like we were saying, I'm just like, that's pretty cool. I know it is cool. Like, start it. I'm going to end up getting something. Of course. Of course. Um, uh, Virgin Atlantic, the airline, has a Galaxy's Edge-themed 747 jet. Saw that. Very cool. Very, very cool. It flies from London to Orlando. So for all of you folks across the pond who are taking your Disney vacation, you fly Virgin Atlantic, you have the uh, potential to get the Falcon, which is what the the plane is called. It's called the Falcon. Oh, has super cool. Yeah, it has the Millennium Falcon on it. It says Walt Disney World and Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. It also has the Union Jack, the British flag on it as well. So that's pretty cool. Have they restyled the cockpit to look like the Falcon cockpit? That would be really cool, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think they have. <laughs> they make the co-pilot dress as Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> Just wear this mask. Bill. Oh, oh, all right, Bill. Time, time to be heading over to Orlando. Uh, <laughs> man your costume, Bill. He's uh, like like a five foot four guy. I went to flight school for this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pilot. Now I'm just like a bloody dog. You're co-pilot. Today you're a Wookiee pilot. Put it on, Bill. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> poor Bill. Um, <clears throat> so uh, that does it for the news this week. All right. Quick news week. Quick news week. I mean, considering we just did a show four days ago. That's that's true. That was four days ago. Uh, but we, we do have a pretty in-depth e-ticket attraction this week that might take some time. So uh, fear not, folks. It's not going to be uh, like a super short show. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to hear from our sponsors and the rest of the White Dragon Podcast Network. And we'll be back with our e-ticket attraction of the week. So stay tuned, folks. More Two Men in the Mouse coming at you right after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. You got to pack everything up. You got to figure out where you're eating. You got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier and makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in 2008 and in that time has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it were his own and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney Cruise Line vacations you might be going. Uh, This can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. 
Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. You give them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weiger autograph books. Of course. All Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weiger. Depends on his name on it. Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip, whereas park-rented strollers, you got to return them before you leave the park that day. This is going to make those late-night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are going to thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com. Hi there, this is Monica Pinto from the Mouse in Our House podcast, inviting you to join me here every other Friday for all things Disney from my perspective. Let's face it, with our fast-paced lives in a crazy world, always running from one place to another, from hectic work days to family responsibilities, from household chores to those never-ending errands, it sometimes seems impossible to survive until your next Disney trip. How to turn that around? Easy, by keeping a little bit of that Disney magic in our everyday lives. So go ahead, sit back, relax, grab a cup of coffee and a little something sweet, and let's chat Disney. Join me here on the White Dragon Podcast Network every other Friday where we'll celebrate all the magic, all the fun, all the memories, and even some stuff that's not so magical. But don't worry, a little bit of pixie dust should take care of that. So until then, I hope you remember to keep the mouse in your house. Hello, I'm Storybook Julius, the White Dragon Podcast Network's resident Canadian and the host of Storybook Radio, a Walt Disney World and Universal Studios podcast appearing every Wednesday here on WDPN. Walt Disney was a storyteller, and well, so am I. Now, I'm not saying that I'm as cool as Walt Disney or anything, but I'm saying that if you're looking for a unique take on the Walt Disney World and Universal Studios theme parks, with immersive looks at their stories, backstories, and histories, you've come to the right place. Head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Podomatic to subscribe to and download the Storybook Radio podcast each and every Wednesday. You can also check out www.storybookradio.com for more details and more content. Hello, humans! My name is Morty Monster, and I'm... uh, Well, 
I'm a monster. I'm here as an exchange student from the monster world, where growing up I fell in love with the world of human pop culture. Unfortunately, not a lot of monsters share that passion, so I came here to experience all of these things that I love and to share that passion with all of you. I do this through my YouTube channel with regular video blogs. One of my favorite things to do is film while in the theme parks of Orlando, Florida. Join me in Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, and more. I'll also be reviewing comic books, web videos, TV shows, movies, and other awesome stuff. Find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash MortyMonster. I'm on Instagram as MortyMonster and friends. I'm also on Twitter as MortyMonsterBFF. From there, you can find a link to my YouTube videos. Please like, subscribe, love, sign up for notifications and more for all the Morty content. I can't wait to share my adventures with all of you. Morty Monster. Folks, Walt Disney World is an immersive experience that can't be beat. It's a self-contained world that's larger than the island of Manhattan. But because of the size of this sprawling resort paradise, transportation is of the utmost importance. Thankfully, Disney makes transportation both easy and fun in a lot of ways. But you have to go into your vacation familiar with how the Disney transportation system works. If not, you might have a hard time planning out where to go and how to get there. Am I right in that, Pete? Correct. That's why this week for our e-ticket attraction of the week, Pete and I are talking about all the various transportation options at Walt Disney World. You know, part of this is because the Skyliner just opened. We've got a whole new, you know, mode of transportation at Disney. Right. But another part of it is, like, I hear people all the time, like, wondering how to get from Epcot to studios. Like, when we were on the Skyliner yesterday, one of the guys in the car with me was just like, Oh, well, how do we get to Hollywood Studios now? Like, they didn't know that there was a boat. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, that's that's definitely a thing. Like, as we were pulling into the station, I pointed out the boat dock to them and, and also the walking path. Like, right. y- you have to know how to get from point A to point B. Otherwise, you're going to miss out on things. And they were like, thank God we're in this cabin with a stranger. With the stranger and his monster friend. Uh, right. They know where to go. Yeah. Yeah, suddenly those weird looks you gave me aren't that aren't that concerning, <laughs> huh? Oh, funny. <laughs> um, all right, so I figure we'll start off outside the parks, and the first one I want to talk about is the Magical Express. Now, for all of these, we're going to give pros and cons. Right, Magical Express. I would say the biggest pro of Magical Express is you step off that plane, there's Disney magic waiting there, right for you. Yeah, I mean. That's I. There's not many cons to this one, honestly. It, no. it is a super pro, super super pro. I mean, you've got it's it's another another pro. There's no additional cost for the service. It's not like you're shelling right, out. Right. That's yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you are paying for it because it's part of your resort stay. I'm sure. Which you know, the people that don't use Magical Express, it's kind of like they're throwing money away. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they have a reason for not doing it. Yeah, know? but I'm sure it's built into the into the price. Oh, it definitely. It's like what you know. It's like free magic band. Yeah, exactly. Um, the bus itself very comfortable. 
Yeah, love that bus. It's a nice luxury bus. It's well-themed inside, and you have entertainment inside, which is great. The welcome video, nothing sets you up for a Disney vacation more than that welcome video. Well, I agree the welcome video is good. But the old welcome video was better. The original welcome video was the best. The what? That original video was the best. Yeah, where the character's like checking into the resort and Scrooge McDuck's got his wallet up. Oh my gosh, I loved it. I loved it. I we it was like we like flew to Disney because I like was so like into that video. I you know I watch that video on YouTube sometimes. I I'm gonna do that today then. Yeah, it is definitely on YouTube because when I used to pick I used to pick my friends up at the airport when they would come in for their trips, and I would mount my iPad with like a mount on on my dashboard, and I would have the YouTube video queued up. So while I was driving, oh, that's great. Yes, yeah, so while I was driving them to the resort, I would play the Magical Express welcome video for them. And then you had to go back to the airport to get their luggage, yeah. and put it in their room. Yep. Yeah, I didn't think this one through. It was the I called it the Magic Have <laughs> Express. Uh, so not only the welcome video, but then they play some classic cartoons for you while you're on your way. Once the welcome video yep. wraps. The other thing I loved, I remember my first Magical Express experience. One of the things I loved the most was. As I'm sitting down on the bus, they're playing Disney Parks music. Like they were playing There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow on the bus as I sat yeah. down. And I love that. Yep. It's because it's like, you know, you're still probably a good, tw- I mean, 20 to 25 minutes away from the parks, but you're getting a piece of the parks right there at the airport. Yeah. I mean, it's, listen, you know, I haven't gone to Disneyland last year where you pretty much have to find your way from the airport to the resort yes um you know it, it is an amazing convenience that luckily we take for granted and i mean that in the best way because mm-hmm. it's just it's part of the trip it is an important part of it. it was when i would fly in it was always my favorite part of the trip yeah it's great because it's the point where your excitement level is at maximum because now you're in orlando you're seeing the palm trees you're feeling the heat and like you're like it's that last thing that has to be done before you're in Disney. It's true. Okay, now cons. I have two. Alright, I'm curious because I have I have some. There there could be very long waits at, at um the Orlando airport to get on the Magic that Express. Is, that is one of mine. I've only really had that happen one time, but one time it's so you know how they, they put you into different numbered lines. Yes. Like they were all pretty much empty except for one that was filled to the back and they're like, that's you right there. I'm mm-hmm. like Okay, this is going to take a while. This isn't yeah. one or two buses in front of me. Yep. Yeah, and and that's that's always a killer, like when you're like at excitement level maximum and you have to yep. wait on this long, long line. Yeah, your kids get introduced really fast to the uh, line concept. Yes. By the way, on Saturday Night Live this week, they had a, they had a Disney World thing in the weekend update. Where they were oh, like, did they? I DVR'd it. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, it was the, it was the greatest line ever. The, the guy's just like, you know, Disney World has announced that it's... Uh, going to be offering a vegan menu uh in most of its restaurants finally something in disney world that won't have a line <laughs> that's I, funny i thought that was a great line um the other the other con that i have is it can take you a while to get to your resort because you're stopping at other resorts along the way yeah i, I that is my other one also i've been the person where you know, when they say that this bus is stopping at three resorts and then they give the order of the resorts that I'm the third resort. Of course. Um, so, again, you know, as a parent, you're just preaching. <laughs> pay- 
thoughts and you know excitement and what we're gonna do and you know but it is difficult it seems to take forever i mean listen you know you give me a long car ride whatever but you give me a long car ride with classic donald cartoons and i'm, I'm yeah, feeling a little, a little bit, bit better. better about it agreed uh any other any other pros or cons that you have about magical express before we move on um well are we also addressing the return trip yeah magical... we can talk about the tragical express a little bit now um I mean, aside from just in general being sad because you're going home, yeah. I do feel like the times are a little wonky sometimes. Yes, um, I, I've 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 found it where like I'm going back to the airport way too early. Yeah, now I'm an early person. I get to the airport crazy early every time, and they're early for me. The other thing is, and I've noticed this, um, I also feel like no matter what time my return ticket says, so let's say it says like 3.30 pickup, they're really picking you up at like 4.10. Yeah. Because I can't tell you how many times I've been there. I'm outside waiting. 3.30-ish, like a bus pulls up, and I'm like, oh, there's our bus. No, that's not our bus. We're on the next one. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow. Really? Uh, they always kind of run behind, it seems, on the return trips. Because everybody's dragging their feet. Yeah, I get it. I, and you know what? Pro, yes, they, that they bring you back to the airport. Con, it's sad. Like, uh, the, tragical yeah. the Tragical Express is... And by the way, that's what fans call it. It's not like... That Disney doesn't call it the Tragical Express. <laughs> um, but, like, the goodbye video is really sad. Yeah, it is. Um... All right, moving along, the minivans. Now, I know this is something neither of us have ever done, but I've done a lot of research into it, and I just want to, I know I wanted to point out a couple pros and cons. Okay. Now, pros of the minivans. It works through the Lyft app, so it's it's easy and convenient to order one. You you go through Lyft and like you like your tip like you're picking up a normal Lyft. Uh but then you can cycle through like the list of vehicles where it's like, you know, Lyft luxury or xl or whatever and minivan will be one of the options okay um you can go anywhere on disney property and you can even go to the airport if you don't want to take the magical express and you can get them from the airport to go to disney world okay the other the other pro that i have in here is you know with uber drivers as, as somebody who was an uber driver like i would hear it a lot that like your uber driver is kind of a roll of the dice you know, sure. Like I, I, I can imagine. As somebody who was an Uber driver, there's no training involved in being an Uber driver. It's just like, right. do you have a car? Can you drive it? All right. Like, there's no customer service training. And But when you take a minivan, it is a trained, licensed Disney cast member that's driving you around. So you're getting that Disney level of service with your driver. The car is always clean. You know, you, you've got, you've got Disney levels of every, of, of service throughout this thing. So that makes it to me like a better experience than an Uber, but a much more expensive one. Uh, yeah, definitely more expensive, but I could understand the allure being, you know, done by Disney. I, I would want to do that. Yes. Um, now, uh, cons. This is not an included service with your trip. It is an added cost. Right. It's not cheap either. Yeah. No, and it runs from 6.30 a.m. to 12.30 a.m. So if you have to go like in the middle of the night somewhere, you're not taking a minivan. Uh, now, the airport ride is $150 each way, plus gratuity. Right. Now, comparably, if you were to take Uber or Lyft, like regular Uber or Lyft, 
you're probably paying from Disney somewhere between 30 and 40 bucks for an for an Uber ride to the airport. So it's a huge markup of what yeah. you pay for Uber. Yeah, it's big. Um, and that's just me guessing based on what I remember. Um, now, it used to be no matter where you were going on property, the minivan cost $25 per ride. Right. I remember that. It wasn't like a per person. Or it was just per ride, $25. They've changed that up. It's now a $15 base, and then they charge you per mile. But now, whereas like Uber and Lyft charge somewhere between like 11 and 15 cents an hour, depending on like demand, Disney's charging you between $2.75 and $3 per hour. Not per okay. hour, per, not per hour, per mile. Per mile. That's a hmm. lot. That's a lot. That's like, that's worse than New York City taxi cabs. Yeah, it is. Um, so again, great experience, but it's going to cost you. And on a Disney trip where you're already spending thousands of dollars to get there, plus thousands of more dollars while you're there on food and merch and all that other stuff, is the minivan really a thing you want to do when you have free options or cheap, you know, free options like Magical Express and the regular Disney transportation plus cheaper options I, like Uber and Lyft. I got to be honest with you, I can't imagine ever doing it. Um, even on my own trip, I think I have a couple early breakfasts at hotels mm-hmm. that I typically, you know, will just take a cab from my resort to there. Right. You know, as opposed to... Well, don't take a cab. Uh, take a, take an Uber or Lyft because, like, cab, yeah. cabs gouge you. And if you're going to let someone gouge you, let Disney gouge you because then at least you're getting a good experience. Right. That's true. Um, the buses, the Disney buses. This is your most common transportation system on property. Yeah, sure every is. single resort has buses. Even resorts that have other transportation options will also have buses. Um, for pros, I put you know, there's lots of Disney stuff going on on the bus. There's music. There's the ads. I like seeing the ads on the bus. Oh yeah, me too. The little the sheets like at yeah, the top. Yeah, I, for too. some reason I really like seeing that. I I kind of I like the seats. Like, I like I know they're hard plastic seats, but I kind of like how they're like a bucket. They're like little bucket seats. Yeah, you can kind of fall into it. Yeah, um, yeah. And nothing beats. And this isn't like a every bus pro, but like when you get that really good bus driver, like that's an awesome. Well, find good bus driver. I had a bus driver one time. Who just literally got on the loudspeaker and gave like a tour. I don't know if I want that. Oh, it was so much fun. I learned Hmm. a lot. Okay. I guess it depends on what time of day it is. If I'm going there, maybe that's cool. But honestly, if it's the end of my day and I'm exhausted, dude, I just want that bus dark, cold, and moving. Oh, well, they're not doing that when the bus is full. This was like middle of the day, like, you know, sparse population on the bus. Now, cons. There are quite a few cons for the buses. While we love the buses, it can be a bit of a hassle. Um, yeah. First of all, it's slow going. Like it's slow. Like you have to wait for that bus to get there, and you might be two, three. You might have to wait for two, three buses, especially at the end of the night. Yeah, that's tough. You know, buses have very limited space, so standing room. You have standing room only every single night, and there's nothing worse than standing on that bus. I mean, there are worse things. There's like cancer and stuff, but like, oh, getting dark. I'm talking in terms of first world Disney problems here. 
Right, right. I hate standing on the bus. Like at the end of the night when my legs and my back and my knees are just killing me. It, it It's, you know, and I think the wheelchair loading process is as streamlined as it can be, but it takes a long time. It does take a long time. I don't think there's anything you can do about that. Yeah, I can't, I, I can't imagine what they can do to make the process quicker. But it, it just yeah, it, it takes a long time. Um, so if there's an if there's any other option other than the bus, I'm taking that option. Okay. But when you're staying at some of the resorts like Animal Kingdom Lodge or something like that, or one of the All Stars, the bus is really your only bet. Okay, so those are the buses. Um, fer- the ferry launch from the TTC going between the TTC and the Magic Kingdom. Now I love. Now I'm a big proponent. Of the ferry boat. I do like the ferries. The ferries are my, like the big ferry that goes from the TTC. One of my favorite things in the world. Um, beautiful views of all the resorts. You get to see the Polynesian Village Resort very up close. The Grand Floridian out in the back has a, just a beautiful like view. Um, and it makes a stellar backdrop to your, to your trip. Uh, there's lots of space. As opposed to the monorail, which maybe doesn't have a lot of space. Right. Um, and be, when you're, especially when you're on the upper deck, the upper deck has seating. Um, and you're never, I've never felt like, other than like at the very end of the night, I've never felt like claustrophobic on the, on the ferry because it is open. You're getting that breeze. Whereas I've had claustrophobic panic attacks in the monorail. Yeah, well, I'm not even a huge boat person. So for me, I always kind of want to be in the open air section. Mm-hmm. It just makes it easier. See, I mean, I love I love boats. Like, I'm a huge fan of boats and being on the water. Right. Not, not a fan of being in the water unless it's a pool because, you know, there are fish and sharks and turtles and snakes but, um, and alligators. But um, the ferry boat is a wonderful experience. Uh, they, they play Disney music throughout. Like from the movies, like you, you'll right. be riding on the boat and they'll be playing like Part of Your World or Under the Sea or Friend Like Me or, you know, like all some of them. Sometimes you get some really like interesting ones, too. Around Halloween, they play a lot of Nightmare Before Christmas on there. Uh, cons of the ferry boat. If you're walking up to that ferry boat dock in the middle of the day and that boat is leaving as you walk up. It's going to be some time. Yeah. Yes, it is. Now, in what I something I discovered the other day, there used to be a couple benches there. Like while you wait, like at the TTC, they've removed right. those benches. Huh? Why? No idea why. No idea. But I I used to love those benches. Um, now it's you just kind of got to stand. Um, so you can have a long wait for a new boat. The line can get a little unruly because it's not a line per se. It's more of like a massive clump of people right you know like a horde of zombies moving their way onto the boat that does bother me in some way i prefer a line format it's one of those things where it's like if somebody yelled fire you're all you're all doomed Um, right and you know people can get a little um aggressive in that line i found more than other lines Huh. Well, because you're converging together everyone has you're going from you're going from a large open space to converging into like a narrow or more narrow space. So there's going to be a little bit of like bumping up against other people. There's going to be a little bit of like people kind of cutting in front of you, which, which I'm perfectly okay with because I understand that that's how the game is played. Other people not so understanding. 
Um, I think it's hard too when you're converging with like your family of four or five. And yeah, you're trying to keep them all in order. And... Well, and especially like when when the when they're all when everyone's moving, you got to move. Right. Sometimes that means kind of like forcing your way into to situations. And you know, one time I guess I must have accidentally cut some woman off, like getting onto the ferry boat, and she full on kicked the back of my knee. Really? On purpose. <laughs> clubbed me in the back of the knee like i was nancy <laughs> kerrigan oh that's so funny <laughs> did you fall down my knee kind of buckled and i turned around and looked at her and she was just like that's what you get and i was just and i was like <gasps> and I, like like the <laughs> the dark angel vincent valentine like tried to take over my my like persona for a second and i was about to just verbally eviscerate this woman but she had a kid she with actually her. said that's what you get yep. <laughs> she had a, she had a kid with her she had a kid with her and she had an old lady with her and i was like kids and old people things i don't mess with so i'm gonna suck it up i'm gonna turn around and then i'm gonna complain under my breath to my friends while we get on the boat <laughs> that's amazing Oh, I was so he- like I don't think that's a story I ever told in the show before, but like because when it first happened, I was still like really heated about it. Now I'm just like, can you believe that some lady tried to club me in the back of the knee? Like, and I have bad knees to begin with from years of wrestling. So like, I love it. But it's like you know, it's not my fault. I was being pushed. Like I was literally being pushed from behind and had to integrate into the line. It's the that's what you get that makes it. It's so great. It's awesome. All right. I'm getting off on a tangent now. As you can tell, I'm still a little peeved about this. And should you be a listener now, thank you. Because it's provided for a wonderful story. Yes. <laughs> this is going to be one of your new favorite stories. I love it. Like a bunch of stories that we can't tell on the air. That's true. <laughs> um, okay. And now um, another thing is the upper level can take a little bit longer to disembark. Because, you know, if you have a crowded lower level, you're going to be waiting on the top for a little bit. However, there are worse things in the world than having to wait up there with the stellar view of of Seven Seas Lagoon. Right. Typically, I don't even like when when I know there's a crowd, like I just kind of stay seated or like slip into a seat like while I let people file out because I'm like, you know what? I'm in no rush. It's not going anywhere. I'm like that oftentimes in the movie theater. Also, yeah, especially nowadays in movie theaters when like, you know, your seats are assigned and everything. Right. You and I used to be the guys that got to the movie theater hyper mega early. Yeah, not anymore. No. Uh, the Magic Kingdom boats. Now, we're resort boats. So we're talking about the boats that go from the Magic Kingdom to the Polynesian Village Resort and Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. These are little tiny boats. They're awesome. I love them. I don't think I've ever ridden one. You've never ridden one of those little boats? I don't think so. They're like really cool looking. They're They're very unique in their design. You've seen them, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so small boat, great views. It, my my dad, my brothers, and I rode it during fireworks one time. Okay, and it was amazing. I loved it. Uh, you also get a really nice breeze as it's coming through. Um, con is a small boat. There's limited space. If there's a crowd, you're probably waiting two, three boats. Right. That's really the only con of this boat ride that I can that I can think of. It goes so from from the Magic Kingdom, it'll go to the Grand Floridian first, and then to the Polynesian, and then back to the Magic Kingdom. So if you're boarding at the Polynesian, 
you got a straight shot right to the Magic Kingdom. If you're boarding at Grand Floridian, you got to go to Polynesian. You got to go to Polynesian right. first, and then Magic Kingdom. Boarding at Magic Kingdom, you're going to Grand Floridian, then Polynesian. So right. plan your trip accordingly. Uh, the Bay Lake boats. So there are boats that go to Bay Lake. They kind of look like the friendship boats from Epcot, but they're not. Um, okay. These are larger boats, and they go to Fort Wilderness, Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground, and the Wilderness Lodge. Um, now, a little pro tip. If you get on one of these boats, there is um, limited seating at the very front of the boat. It's outdoor seating, and you get to sit like right at the bow of the boat. That's the name of the front of the boat, right? Bow. Front is bow, sure. back is stern, I believe. So, you're the boat guy. Yeah, you're you're right at the bow of the boat, and it makes for a really cool experience. Like when you're when you're cutting through the water, um, they run consistently. Uh, I found that whenever I have to take these boats, they they come pretty quickly. And um, you get to see some really cool, like, forgotten Disney sites while you're on it. Like what? Uh, River Country. Okay. You pass right by River Country. You pass by Discovery Island, which was the... uh, These are all abandoned Disney sites. So River Country was the third Disney water park that actually used um, water from Bay Lake for all the rides. It was like an uh, old-timey swimming hole. Uh, they closed that down when they found that there was bacteria in the water and whatnot. Uh, right. Discovery Island was kind of the original version of Animal Kingdom. It was right there in the middle of Bay Lake. They had live animal uh, attractions and, and stuff like that. That's been closed down forever. You can't really see anything in Discovery Island, but you could see like the old boat docks and like the old like customer service booths and stuff like that. So that's right. Pretty... So you can see like the you you could start see, of it. yeah you could see that it's there and it's pretty neat to see just like this abandoned kind of overgrown zombie apocalypse style um y- you know area of disney cuz right. nature will nature will take it back um there's also what i call the shoe tree okay so there's a tree that'll be off on the port side of the boat and that's left while you're going to the magic kingdom and on the starboard side which is right as you're coming back from the magic kingdom uh so this tree has sneakers on it like okay. pe- people tie the laces together and throw mm-hmm. the shoes and they hang on the branches of the tree. And this is like a tree that's growing out of the water. How many, um, how many sets of shoes are we talking about? Quite a lot. Apparently it's some kind of cast member rite of passage from what I've heard. Okay. Like when new, when new like transportation cast members like earn their ears or whatever, they like throw a pair of shoes up there. Okay. I don't know how true that is, but there is a tree with lots of shoes on it. Huh, okay. It's super neat. The other thing that I find super cool about these boats is that they pass over the highway. Like, the road to get to the Contemporary is like a tunnel that goes underneath, like, the waterline. And you pass over, like, on, a on like, a watery bridge. And you can see the highway is, is beneath you. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I always found that to be super interesting. As you pass from Bay Lake into the Seven Seas Lagoon, right? That's interesting. Uh, the only con of this that I can that I can find it can be a long ride, right? It, you know, it's it's not exactly it's much longer than the other boats. So, but I don't mind that because I love boats. Speaking of boats, we got friendship boats. Uh, these go to Epcot, Hollywood Studios, the Boardwalk, the Beach Club, and the Swan and Dolphin. Now. You stay at the beach club quite often. How often do you take these boats? Well, we definitely take the boat to studios. Right. 
because that walk's not as, I mean, you can just literally walk right into Epcot. So, yeah. um, it's easier to take it in studio. So pretty much that is the mode of transportation to get to studio. So every time we stay at beach club, we do that. Uh, you know, it, I get that the con is same as all the other cons. You kind of kind of stand around and wait. Yes. For the boat, you know, which isn't always super timely, but it is a pleasant ride. Now, for whatever reason, going back from studios to beach club, I usually just walk and it's funny because I can remember one time my wife was like, I'm taking this, I'm taking the boat. And I'm like, you know, I feel like walking. And she's like, you walk, I'm going to ride the boat. So I had the kids in the stroller and she like jumped on the boat and like, as I'm walking, like she like passed me by. So I, I actually have this great picture of her, like on the boat, <laughs> like going by. And I was in the room like 10 minutes before her. Yeah. You know, that was one of the things is it, it, the boat is slower than walking. That's yeah. because it like when you're going from studios, like you're staying at Beach Club, it's got to stop at the Swan and Dolphin at the and then at the boardwalk before getting to the Beach Club. Right. And if you're me and you're a walker, like I don't mind doing that walk yeah. even at the end of the day. So. I'm going to talk about that walk a little bit later when we talk about walking paths. But uh, so right. I don't want to get into it too much now. But yeah, um, I really I dig on the friendship boats, the outside seating. Yeah. Like, and that's like right in the back. They have like one row of, yep. of seats where you can kind of sit outside. These are prime seats, though, so they're hard to get. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've only had them a couple times. Yeah, I get them. I get them more often than not. But the, um, you know, if it's crowded, you're not going to get them. And one con that I have is I, I find the interior of the friendship boats to be a little dingy. Hmm. Like, I don't, like yeah. the lighting is a little dim. Um. I don't know. I just I don't love the interior of the friendship boats. They feel a little okay. Weird. It that's feels a little that's weird. completely legit. Yeah, uh, and the standing room there kind of stinks. Like when it when it's standing room, yeah. Stand, like, and but one good thing about it is it's one of it's probably one of the easy outside of like the the regular ferry boat that takes you from the TTC to the Magic Kingdom. It's probably one of the boats that's the easiest to get a stroller or wheelchair onto. Okay. Um. Because you know, like, the, and it has that room in the back, like where there's, there's like no seats for the strollers and wheelchairs to kind of congregate. Right. Um, have you ever had to stand on the friendship boat? Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. Um. Disney Springs boats. These are boats that go from to Port Orleans, French Quarter, Port Orleans, Riverside, Old Key West, and Saratoga Springs to Disney Springs. Um. Have you ever done these boats? I have done that also. I have not done these boats, so I'm going to kind of uh, rely on you for this one. Um, I, I like this boat also. We've done it from Port, when we stay at Port Orleans. It takes us to Springs. Uh, you know, I'm trying to remember if I've ever done it back. I know I always do it going there, but sometimes I think I just jump the bus back. But I do like it. Um, not a huge boat, but I don't remember it ever really being too full, full. That might mm. also be the time that I'm going. But, you know, I, I think it's a, a nice, relaxing mode of transportation. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's nice for Disney Springs to have like an easy, easy mode of access, you know. Right. Um, rather than just like the buses. Um, it's also perfect if you've indulged in some adult beverages while at Springs, which is something that people do. And Definitely. you just need to get back to your resort and you don't want to wait around for a bus like the boat can be a nice, relaxing way to kind of, you know, relax after a night of fun. Uh, the cons, it takes a while, especially if you're going to Port Orleans. 
Yeah, I I think like going back, I always feel like I walk by that line and see how long it is, and I'm uh, like, I'm just gonna jump a bus. Like Saratoga, like Saratoga Springs is literally right there, so it's, that's probably the easiest one to get back to. But right. like, Port Orleans is like the far end of that line. Yep. All right, so let so this is what a lot of people would find to be the main event, but we're gonna we have one, we still have two more after this. The monorail. Yeah. Biggest pro of the monorail to me is it's iconic. You know, you think of Walt. Dis- you think of Walt Disney World. You think of the monorail, and yes, it is an attraction in an, in and of itself. Um, Definitely quick and easy. You know, you get on the monorail, it zooms right by. Especially the express monorail, which takes you from the parking lot directly to to Magic Kingdom. Right. One of my favorite pros of the monorail is that it goes through the Contemporary Resort. Oh yeah, come on, everyone loves that. Everyone loves that. It's a, I yeah. always one of my favorite things to do when it goes through the contemporary is I love to like look out the window and uh, when we pass Chef Mickey's and see if I could see any characters. Oh, that's cool. And you know, it gives you that really nice Cinderella Castle view as you come out of the contemporary and like the Magic Kingdom is just there laid out for you. Um, they also, you know, on the loudspeaker, they give you some fun facts about Seven Seas Lagoon and Walt Disney World. Now, that's just the monorail to Magic Kingdom. There's also the monorail to Epcot, which is, right. I love the monorail to Epcot. Well, me too, because it goes through the park. It does. So, it's it's a nice long monorail ride, which as long as it's not too crowded, can be very relaxing Like if you if you can make sure you're sitting down. Um, right. You, you know, you go through a lot of the property, and then when it gets to Epcot, it makes that little circle around the park. So you, I love that. I, it's the best, especially when you go yeah. first thing in the morning. Oh yeah, and it's empty. Like you're there before it opens, and you just get this view of empty Epcot. Like oh, nothing better. And you know, again, the loudspeaker is telling you about the different attractions that you're passing, which I think is really cool as well. Right. Uh, cons of the monorail, of which I have many. Uh, the the Conorails. The Conorail. Yes, that was a good one. Right. Uh. Long lines. You're yes. Sometimes even middle of the day, you're dealing with a long. You're not. Get, you're waiting two, three monorails. Right. Um, standing room on the monorail is a nightmare, especially yeah, if you're, not, yeah. especially when there are strollers on board. Which obviously, I don't begrudge anyone their strollers, but like you know, when you're standing and there's like two strollers in there with you, it's a tight fit. And if you're claustrophobic like me, like being in a tight monorail at night when it's dark, like. It's. I've had panic attacks on the monorail before, because but not when it's moving. Only when it gets stuck. Okay. And there is the, one of the next cons. It gets stuck a lot. Yeah, I don't even ride the monorail super frequently, and I've been on it multiple times when it got stuck. Yeah, I mean, like the longest I've ever been on it was probably upwards of a half an hour stuck, and of course, it's not stuck like in the middle of the day when I'm when there's four people in the car and I'm sitting down and can you know play on my phone or whatever and just distract myself. It's stuck at the end of the day in the pitch darkness when I'm shoulder yep. to shoulder standing with people and having like and, and trying to breathe through a panic attack. Yep, that sounds about right. And that's you know the the cars are the train cars are older. Um, they are. There's been you know rumor and innuendo for years now of these all new monorail cars that are supposed to be coming in the next few years with the augmented remember, reality windows. I can remember covering that on uh, two men, the mouse. I, yeah. Long time ago. Um, yeah. Disney has still not announced this, of course. 
So, um, yeah, the augmented reality windows would be like you're you're in the monorail and like Winnie the Pooh will come flying by on a balloon or Dumbo will come by. I've heard that when you go through Epcot, uh, Spaceship Earth turns into the Death Star. Right. Remember that? Yeah. And like the X-Wings and TIE Fighters are flying all over the place. I really hope that's true. Um, Me too. I, I've heard from multiple sources that this is like a for sure thing. It's just a matter of when they're going to announce it. Right. Um, another thing. Um, sometimes the monorail smells. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever been on it when it smells like a petting zoo? I mean, I think it depends on your clientele of the day, you know. But it's always the same kind of smell. It's always like a petting zoo smell when it when it's bad. Right. I get that. The Skyliner. Ready for this? Sure. I have no opinion on it because I haven't done it. Pros of the Skyliner. You cannot beat the view from the Skyliner. It's amazing. Right. It's absolutely now, did, stunning. Do you ride in a character Skyliner? Yes. I've heard that the view is like less on a character one just because of the decal the, used on the outside. Correct. You have to kind of like to get a really cool view. You have to kind of look through the doorway. Okay. In those, but like you can still see out of it, but like you're not taking pictures through it. Right. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah. The, the, the breeze that comes through when it's moving is amazing. Okay. They give you all sorts of awesome fun facts about the property and the character designs are fun. I, I very much enjoyed my successful ride on the Skyliner. Right. Cons. Uh, having to switch at every station is not, having to switch at the Caribbean beach is not fun. Yeah, I didn't anticipate that. Yeah. Uh, if you're staying at the Caribbean Beach, it's fine. But if you're trying to get from point A to point B, having to get off right. and then get back on again, not ideal. Uh, getting stuck on it looks like it's an absolute nightmare, uh, especially with the breeze. If you're afraid of heights, don't go on this. I, yeah, my one buddy is afraid of heights. and He was saying how he will not go on it. And I, I kind of I get it. I don't blame him. I can't stress that enough, Pete. If you are afraid of heights, don't get on this because it's high up in the air and you can see everything and it moves fast. Like when you the takeoff is so exhilarating, like it's so it's like a ride. It, it, like the takeoff is like it zooms you up into the sky. Right. And then it's, you know, coming in is a little like it's scary because like it breaks very suddenly. Not like yeah, it doesn't. Like, you come in hot. It doesn't like jerk, but you come in hot. Like you, right. you come in so hot where you're like, oh my god, am I gonna crash into that other car? You don't. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, but then, like great. when you, so like as we're coming in, I'm like, oh my god, am I gonna crash into that car? And then of course we don't. We we break. And then I see the next car coming in hot, and I'm like, oh my god, is that car gonna crash into us? <laughs> and of course it doesn't. Uh. <laughs> um. And of course, you know, there is wind. You're up high, so winds are going to be more severe. Uh, and wind, you know, moves the ca- moves the car around. Again, right. if you're afraid of heights, that can also trigger your height fear. Uh, finally, walking paths. I love a I'm good, a I love a good walking path. Too. Yep. You can take a nice leisurely pace. You can stop and see the sights. It gives you an opportunity to explore resorts that you might not have ever gone to. The only times I've ever gone to the boardwalk and explored the boardwalk have been when I'm walking from Epcot to Studios. Right. Possibly me too. Yeah, and I love it. It's a great time to just kind of enjoy the boardwalk. Um, And, you know, uh, 
when the walking path to the Magic Kingdom is completed, it'll be a great way to walk through the Grand Floridian and the Polynesian Village Resort. Now, you can walk to, um, you currently can walk to Magic Kingdom from the Contemporary. However, that is not a, um, what do you call it? It's not, it's not available to everybody. You have to either have a reservation there to be able to park at the Contemporary or you have to, um, be staying there. I mean, right. you could take the resort monorail from the TTC to the Contemporary, get off and walk, but why would you? Right. Unless the monorail really smells. Um, you can also stop for snacks on a walking trail. You know, like, I can't tell you how many times, like, walking to from Epcot Studios, I'm going to stop for some fried mac and cheese bites. You know, like, I'm going to stop for some popcorn or soda. Like, when you walk through these resorts, there are quick service options available, especially the boardwalk. Um, right. You, know, you can also walk to Disney Springs from Saratoga Springs Resort. Right. They're very close. Yes, there is a walking path there as well. Um, cons. Some of these are long walks. That Magic Kingdom walking path is not going to be short. Yeah, no. You figure it like it's a mile and a half from the TTC to the Magic Kingdom going on a straight shot. Going around that whole thing and weaving through two different resorts to get to the TTC. It's going to be a lot. Right. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm all there for this. Like, I don't care how tired I am. Like, give me this instead of the monorail line any day of the week. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely give it a shot. But, you know, for some people, especially people with bad backs, bad knees and whatnot, this can be rough after a long day. Um, also, these walking paths offer very little in terms of shade. Also true. So you're walking in the sun. Um, and if you get caught in the rain, you're getting rained on. Especially like if you're walking from Epcot to DHS and you're like on that long stretch where there's just nothing. It's just you in the canal. Yeah. Like unless you're under the bridge, you know. Yeah, it's hot. It's hot or or you'll get rained on. Yep. So it's one of those uh, times when sunscreen is definitely a plus. Um, and that's it. That's everything I got. You got anything you want to add? Yeah, that's a that's a pretty comprehensive list of uh, modes of transportation. Yeah, did a lot of uh, did a lot of research on this. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, anything else you wanted to bring up this week? I'm excited to do the uh, the Skyliner. Skyliner. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I don't want anyone to be dismayed by my experience because it was really fun when it worked. Right. And I can't imagine that the hour long, you know, breakdown is a normal thing. If I end up yeah, going, I, if, if I do end up going today, Pete, I will try the Skyliner again. Yeah, give it a shot. Yeah, I will do the same thing, um, and hopefully now, not on the you, same. Uh, I'm going to totally change topics on you. Did you uh, watch the Galaxy's Edge special on Freeform on Sunday? No, I did not. Freeform had a two-hour Galaxy's Edge special. It's what? on their app. What are they talking about Should for two hours? Them? You know, they just go over everything. They have. Neil Patrick Harris. Well, I mean, of course, we. I'm pretty sure we did a show that was close to two hours about Galaxy's Edge. So, <laughs> what am I saying? Like, did they talk about Rise of the Resistance? Couple. Well, I mean, like, did they talk about Rise of the Resistance at all? Because that's yeah. the only thing that's gonna like make me want to watch it. Yep. Oh, see, I, I like watching anything Disney, I mean, but they do cover Rise of the Resistance. But I want, I, I want as much Rise of the Resistance, um, information as I can get. All right. Well, I, you know, I will check that out. I will check that out on the free form app. Uh, maybe I'll watch it while I'm waiting at the airport. There you go. Yep, so I, I'll, I'll be seeing you uh, very shortly, my friend.
Yeah, now are we doing a show here next Monday? Yes, we are. Is that the plan? That is the plan. All right. Uh, so that'll be fun. All right. Yeah, well, um, if nothing else, then that's going to do it for Two Men in the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. And we hope even, we hope we might have uh, you know made your travel through Disney a little bit easier by going through a lot of these modes of transportation. Uh, folks, if you love our good friend Peter Mandel, be sure to check him out over at Rogue Comics at 105 North Union Avenue in Cranford, New Jersey, 07016. I know I'm going to be there in the next week. Uh, you can also go to roguecomics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. Uh, if you're planning a trip to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Adventures by Disney, any Disney resort throughout the known world, talk to our good friend and sponsor Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you. Uh, just actually got some uh, got a Facebook message uh, today through our Two Men in the Mouse page uh, looking for Dave's contact information. So, uh, oh, nice. yeah, if you're looking for Dave, DisneyDaveW at Verizon.net. Uh, also, folks, our other sponsor, Kingdom Strollers, can't be beat with their cribs or strollers that will be delivered right to your Walt Disney World uh, resort. So, uh, also for me, folks, just check out the Morning Monster YouTube channel. Uh, he's also on Facebook at Morty Monster, Instagram at Morty Monster and Friends, and Twitter at Morty Monster BFF. So check him out. Give him a like. Give him a follow. Give him a subscribe. Uh, click the little bell for notifications when new videos go up. We are doing shorter videos now, Pete, as you um, as you recommended. Nice. You recommended it, and I polled the audience, and overwhelmingly, uh, five six minute videos. Um, pretty much uh, the one we did one that clocked in at nine, but that was because we were filming. Uh, great moments in history with the Muppets. So there you go. We did, we got three new videos up this week. Morty monster explores the TTC. He explores main street USA and he goes to see Muppets present great moments in American history. So check it out. Cool. Yeah. Really, really fun. Um, well, uh, folks also for me, my books are on amazon.com. So the Kevin J Castle on Amazon, you will find a link, uh, to the Ross and Auntie series or, or winters of El Nora, birth of the dark angel. Uh, all of my books that are currently out. Uh, folks, thank you so much for joining us again this and every week. Pete, any closing words? I'll see you on Monday, Kev. See you on Monday. All right, folks. Uh, thank you. Uh, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow just a dream away. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.